Hi everyone, welcome back to Anthemit. I am Jenna Sanderson down here with Ben Barkley. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm doing great. I'm ready to talk about some sports. Let's start off with your respective sports, swimming. So, as expected, as most of you expect, last Saturday we went down to county and we won again 19 years in a row going into some scores. We won with a combined team score of 734. The closest was McIntosh with 613. It, Really, you kind of just expected that our swim team's really always been, you know, the team in the county that always pulls away. It seems to be that um, there is some competition, but it's more like our swimmers are just so dedicated to swimming mm-hmm. that they know what they're doing. They they swim these events. They can swim pretty much like half of the events that we have. Almost everyone can swim them, and it's just it's just incredible to look at these results and see, wow, you know, this is a team that not many people think of when they think of like stars, most sports, but it's probably our most consistently um, winning team. And of course you don't want to be the first team that loses that streak going. I actually talked to uh, coach Huggins yesterday and she said that one of the biggest things that she thinks really drives the team is, is the tradition. Like they, the swimmers that come on the team know that, you know, this is what we're looking for. Like, hey, we win. Yeah. And I think that's kind of an interesting thing for her to say because it's it's true. Like, whenever you talk to one of the swimmers, it's like, I don't want to be the one that lets the entire team down just because I didn't want to try. So we do have one more last regular season meet up in Atlanta on Saturday. This is our last chance for any swimmers to qualify for state, which happens over at Georgia Tech on February 8th and 9th. And if you get a chance to make it out, especially to state. Oh, yeah. State, be, state is very competitive. It, it, would, it would definitely be incredible for you to watch because I believe all of the relays qualified for state, if I'm correct. And, correct. Correct. And I believe we have, I think it was four boys and a few girls. We six have, girls and four boys yeah. qualified for mm-hmm. state, which is incredible. Huge. That is a, a large lot. team mm-hmm. going to state from, from one school. So. Keep your eye out for anything about the swim team. They are always out there doing their best and doing incredible things. Mm-hmm. So do we want to hop into wrestling here? Let's hop into wrestling. All right. So wrestling had state duels last weekend, and we unfortunately lost. Although we have um, we have an incredible team, and we always have. So shout out to those guys who go out there and give it their all in one of the hardest sports I think that we have in the most physical, definitely. Exactly. All those, the things that these boys have to do, the cutting of weight, the hard practices and the mental aspect of it. It is one of the hardest sports you can do in high school. Especially just with all of the physicality of it and like, you know, having to make sure that you meet especially like you said with the losing the weight and everything that with all that muscle that they have they still have to you know stay in the same weight weight class very hard but the boys are very good at it uh do you want to do boys or girls basketball first ben we're going to start with some girls basketball so over the weekend girls and boys both had a region double header starting out on friday at mcintosh for the second battle of the bubble the girls game was it was a really good game we were down I would say 11 in the fourth quarter alone. And then we started rallying and rallying and rallying. Two main players that stood out, 
Ashton Lally, a junior, and senior Alyssa Angelo. Angelo hits a three with about two minutes left to put the team within one. McIntosh calls a timeout. Ball moves to midcourt. McIntosh player overthrows it. Ashton Lally steals that ball. She goes down the court. She finds a cutting Alyssa Angela. She puts in the layup. That puts us up one. Then McIntosh gets the ball again. Three straight chances for easy layup. Three straight misses. Then Ryan King gets fouled, hits the free throws, and seals the game. They, they just didn't give up. And something that's actually kind of interesting about um, those two free throws that Ryan King hit at the end, she was a little frazzled getting to the game on mm-hmm. Friday night. She, um, she actually got into a car crash, but then immediately turned it around. Boom, she was on the court. She was there. And I think that, that says a lot about our girls' team, that these girls can go through anything, and their first thought is, I'm going to be there. I'm going to play this game. I'm going to be the best that I can be. And it definitely wasn't easy for them. But it's always a good feeling to beat McIntosh. No one wants to lose in a rivalry game. No, absolutely not. So then going into Saturday, we had the second second game of a region doubleheader against Whitewater. It was, again, these two games were not easy for the girls. It had to go into double overtime for this game. But it just shows their work ethic how they won't, they're not going to give up easy. Double overtime is very strenuous on every single player mm-hmm. that they have because everyone has to play every single minute that they can. So, you know, in basketball, you're running back and forth, running back and forth, throwing the ball. So the girls being able to pull off a 61-55 to 55 win in a double overtime is incredible. It is, absolutely. So tomorrow, the girls have their next region game right here against Fayette County. And what I've just learned is Junior Alisan Hudson, who's already hit 1,000, who's already broken the boys' record set by her brother, is now three points away from the school's all-time scoring record. And there is no stopping her. There's absolutely not. I imagine that next year she's still going to be scoring. She is still going to keep going. She's just going to tack on those points. (laughs) And it's going to be very hard for the next person to come back and break it. Absolutely. She is something else. And she'll probably break it at this game. So if you want to see that, as soon as she scores more than three points, there you go. You know it. There you go. She's the new scoring queen. So now heading over into the boys, also had that game Friday against McIntosh. McIntosh just could not miss in this game. It was a bad game for them. It was 85-61. to 61. Stars Mill just started off slow, never recovered. But Coach Gibbons knew. He told me after the game, you know, hats off to McIntosh. They just couldn't miss. And when, you, when they can't miss, it's kind of hard to beat them. Especially McIntosh, because McIntosh is one of those teams where it's like when they start making any in any sport, like even even whenever I watch soccer, like they start scoring, they keep scoring. Mm-hmm. They it feels like all of their teams can get in a rhythm and they just can't be stopped. Like it's just over and over and over again. And so seeing an eighty five to sixty one score may seem like a huge loss, but then you look at Saturday where we beat Whitewater 46 to 34 and you realize that it was just an off night for the boys like and they just got their act together and they immediately turned around like they knew I messed up I this is what I need to do and I'm sure coach Gibbons was like all right guys look (laughs) we need to fix this and 
he's an incredible coach and he, is. he definitely deserves a lot of recognition, especially being a first year coach here and turning a team around and just being the next day and having them beat another rival. He did tell me also after that McIntosh game, like, you know, hey, our defense wasn't good in this game. They turn around that next day against Whitewater. Their defense is just locked down. The uh, I was reading Ty's story from Whitewater, and mm-hmm. half of the story was the defense on the Stars Mill side just was incredible, and in the and the uh, Wildcat offense was just no match. They were small. I know. I know their front court is smaller than most teams in the county, and Stars Mill just took advantage of that. Because we do have a lot of strong players that can just keep going, and I think that that showed, especially after losing by such such a big margin, that the next day they can turn around and beat a team that is another rival that they really want to beat. So also tomorrow, Fayette County as well, right here at Stars Mill. Also, what I've just learned is senior Nate Allison, not boards, but he does get a lot of those. He's nine points away from a thousand. So another history-making night. Tomorrow could be a historic night in Stars Mill. Tomorrow will probably be a historic night in Stars Mill. And make sure you come out and support all of our athletes, especially because uh, basketball is coming to an end. Swim is coming to an end as well with Swim's last meet before stays. Being, Wrestling's already over. Um, spring sports are starting to get <clears throat> in swim. We actually have some rosters already for spring sports and – So we'll be talking about those here soon. And thank you guys for listening.